hello dear listeners, it is I once again, DJ Starsage, and you're joining me once more from the Lady Jamora. No, I haven't returned to the candy shop, I'm still working from home. We'll talk a little bit more about that later, but uh, this afternoon we have a rare treat as we journey to town. I'm joined by my dear sweet husband, Billy. Say hello, dear. Hello. And you are in store for another edition of Surely You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. How are you, and what have you been up to? I hope you've been uh, being responsible with your social distancing and been looking out for your loved ones and uh, keeping in touch with those that matter most to you. As is often a difficult thing to do when uh, we're all trying to be mindful of our health and safety these days. It's actually a Monday as I'm talking to you right now. And uh, we're having a, a bit of a, uh, a spousal holiday. We're, we're not getting out of town. We're just uh, enjoying the day off together as we once in a great while do. And we're getting a few things done. So, uh, honey, um, tell the listeners how our day started. Our day started taking our sweet little kitty to the vet. She's had multiple issues over the past four years, lots and lots of vet bills and doctors, but we finally found a doctor to listen to the crazy for the first time in almost five years. After being on some medication, she has normal blood work. And it's a, uh, a very uh, anticipated moment where we have a welcome sigh of relief because poor little kitty cat who doesn't enjoy taking medication was on medication for a little over a month and we had to to keep coaxing her and explaining this is for the good of things little girl it's going to get better once we're done with this there will be no more bad moments in the litter box and you won't have any downstairs trouble anymore, and well, uh, brighter days are on the horizon. We we realize that we're probably not out of the woods because we have a tribe of senior kitties, but uh, we we have a good understanding that we could probably hang on to our little diva princess for a while longer at least. So that was a nice start to our day off together and uh, where are we headed in our little buggy of joy now we are going we are going to head to a little thrifting and go to a few places we need to locate chicken feeders to make cute little flower boxes for the front of our house the thrift stores are to look for fun objects to put in our garden as well as our house. So, you know, we love looking for stuff and no, we won't go to Pottery Barn and no, we won't spend full price because that's just too much. We like to look for things that need love and need to be reused. 
So uh, we have, um, for the first time in the near decade that we've been in the chateau, we've decided to make a little investment. And uh, we have made use of the, uh, the windfall, as it were, that we've been experiencing since I've been working from home. And that's mostly because uh, when I am working at the candy shop in downtown Oslo, uh, it's come to my attention that I have been spending the equivalent to a week's pay for the cost of gas, the time on the road, the parking, and of course there's an occasional stop at a drive at the drive-through. So uh, we've been collecting that windfall over the past months and decided what better place than to put it in the yard? Yes, I know. In days gone by, in the era of the Depression, people used to hoard their money in their mattresses and in their coffee cans, and, well, in a manner of speaking, we're kind of doing that. We're putting our money into the yard. But, uh, what kind of lovely things have we been putting out for a little curb appeal? We've been doing a couple of different species of euphorbia, some land wool, lamb's ear, um, some creeping thyme, some spruce plants. We basically cheated because we don't know what we're doing and looked up like our grandparents would better homes and gardens and found these easy plans to plant garden beds. So you're not stuffing your mattress but we are putting the money in beds. And uh, I, I, all I could say is that I recognize uh, a handful of the plants in there. I mean, uh, everything, of course, has their own Latin names, but sometimes they have cute little names. And uh, I, last year, I, I uh, dipped my uh, ambitious green thumb into the dirt, and uh, I planted some lavender and catmint, you know, things with names that I could read or pronounce. <laughs> And yeah, actually some of it did survive because um, we're planting perennials because we're lazy. And that means that we won't have to put them in the ground again if they survive. So um, I was actually quite excited because some of the plans that we put into the yard included some of the flowers that I've been wanting to have. Um, my mother's own uh, college, her alma mater, the uh, college flower for her school was an iris, and that's one of the things that we're putting into the yard. And uh, as we journey off to parts of Oslo to look for bargains and whatnot, um, we've recently picked up, well, it's kind of um, a upgrade from that little red wagon you might have had as a kid. It's a garden wagon, and uh, this is going to hold the, uh, the buckets of plants and things that we're going to bring to and fro and uh, we even picked up through hubby's work the shop around the corner which has its uh, variety of offerings some of their uh, spring niceties which included some little bushes and things that we've uh, are waiting to see if we'll take root but uh, we'll be going out to the yard with that and you know, as we said, we're lazy. Last year, when we had to replace our septic system, we used that as an excuse to tear off the old-fashioned 
grass. Uh, no, I'm not talking about the kind you smoke, although that apparently has become legal in New York, or is becoming legal. Uh, but uh, we replaced our grass that you have to mow, you know, every so often with clover, because uh, before the popularity of golfing became in vogue after the world wars, um, people did not have grass in their yards. And of course, people got so that they wanted it to look manicured and, you know, like Beverly Hills, and they, they planted grass. No, we went back to the old school, and we have clover. And uh, this being our first year having the clover full grown in our yard, we did actually have to mow it once because, uh, well, let's just say the weeds have had more than adequate conditions to take root. Uh, but we're hoping that as the year goes forward, we'll be able to um, work in some more new clover in areas to the sides from where they did all the digging. That's going to be sort of a patchwork problem, or uh, project, I should say. But, uh, you know, all in all, um, who could not do with a good dose of vitamin E? You know, standing out there in the sunlight, which is, of course, something that many of us haven't been able to do much of in the last year, especially if you're working from home. Uh, but uh, it's just what the doctor ordered to cure what ails you, and that, uh, you know, the, the frowning old face of depression making its rounds. So we're going to go and uh, do some thrifting and see what we can find. We're going to plan some window boxes because you know that's what folks like that's what folks like our grandparents used to do they used to grow the flowers that you had to plant every year in little boxes that hung out the windows because you know uh, it's nice to be able to look out your window and have a garden right there sure there's effort but it's not like our kitty cats are gonna be studying for their master's degree at any time soon so um, among the things that have been going on, uh, of course, if you're paying attention to the, the events in the world and the changing winds, we are becoming able to resume somewhat normal human activities. <laughs> and by that I mean, uh, if you've been fortunate enough to be able to receive a vaccination, which anyone over the age of 16 should be able to in this country at this time. Um, we have been able to spend some time out of doors and uh, even in the company of, with others. Honey, tell our listeners a little bit about what we've been up to with some new friends we made last year. We made some new friends. They are two guys that moved here from a great big city decided to slow down in life slightly. They are both very professional. They are both very well-mannered. TJ and I are a little bit more out there, a little bit more creative, and sometimes a little bit more humorous than most people. And Well, we spent a lovely dinner at their house the other day, and you know, when you get to meet people for the first few times, you slightly behave. Well, after a 
few glasses of lovely Riesling. DJ and I finally let loose. And to our amazement, they were quite entertained at our humor. <laughs> now he says a few, but it was actually just a couple. Now they were big glasses, but they only poured them shallowly, as, as any good host might do if you're trying something new. We put two shots of amaretto in our coffee. <laughs> now, here I am, not a Mr. Fancy Pants, and um, our uh, friends Trapper and Quincy, who, shall I say, are uh, successful in their careers, um, they offer us amaretto coffee, and I assumed that they meant it was going to be almond-flavored coffee creamer. No, no, they had the glass decanter with a shot for our coffee. Shot, that was two. <laughs> it was tasty. And we weren't going home right away, so well, it was all right with me. But uh, you know, this is probably the half dozenth time that we've been able to spend time together. That, that includes last year. We met this couple just a few months after they had transplanted themselves from the big city and were about to move into their uh, new-to-them house, which um, unfortunately the timing wasn't so great to begin a new friendship because um, unbeknownst to them, a family member decided that their, uh, their new chapter was a good excuse to start one of their own and, well, Quincy and Trapper actually had some house guests during the holidays that were family members, and uh, yeah, that's a whole other ball of wax, but uh, we're glad that we're able to spend time together again, and because they are in medical professions, uh, we are all vaccinated, so uh, it feels a little bit more like the world used to be. We can sit across from the table and not worry about the, the plague creeping up over our shoulders, but, um, you know, they, they have a beautiful house and we've been finally able to meet both of their pets. They have a very well-behaved little doggy who I think might be Yorkshire Terrier, possibly. But uh, tell the listeners what happened at the dinner table with the doggy. Well, this little puppy, which I guess is not a real puppy, um, it's quite hyper, almost as hyper as myself. And he's very well behaved at being hyper. When he wants to beg or get attention, he will sit near you and stare at you instead of jumping all over you. But he won't leave, he just sits there and stares until you give him attention, and then he goes crazy. But at the dinner table, he will lay at your feet and patiently wait until you're done eating. The minute you're done eating, then he will ask to jump up joyfully in the lap to join the after-dinner conversation. But he won't do it until after you're done eating, which is adorable. And he was so well-behaved that, uh, unbeknownst to me, he had actually apparently taken a nap on my foot under the table. <laughs> because being the good guests that we are, we took our shoes off at the door. And uh, we actually were uh, fortunate enough that we were also able to meet their senior kitty cat. And uh, <laughs> she is just adorable. Um, you know, uh, she kept her distance, as you might expect 
any animal who is uh, meeting a stranger for the first time. Maybe not so much with some animals versus others, but uh, she was a very kind and gentle creature, especially for her age, and she seemed able-bodied. Of course, they, they do give her medication for her aches and pains, but, uh, you know, she, she didn't seem to be out of sorts. She was somewhat social for a kitty that was uh, new to us. And she's almost 20. Yes, that was the, the one thing that just, uh, you know, astounded me, is that she looked to be in very good sorts for a kitty that was 20. And it gives me hope that perhaps maybe some of our tribe will uh, live to that ripe age. So, um, we were very lucky enough to be able to spend time with uh, Quincy and Trapper recently, and we're starting to make some plans for the warmer weather. Uh, next month, it will be our 12-year anniversary, and uh, this will be, as, as many couples will tell you, we have several dates that are important to us that we observe, and this will be the uh, anniversary of our first date, which um, some of you may not be aware, but it actually ended up being Hubby's grandmother's birthday. Now, we didn't meet at her birthday party, no, no, but uh, Hubby realized later on that the day we had our first date happened to be Grandma's birthday. Luckily, uh, she has she had good genes and she held on, and uh, she had a few more birthdays after that, so it's not like he missed her, her last hurrah, and I was lucky enough to be able to make her acquaintance uh, while she was still with us. So we have uh, some planning that we're doing. We have some planning that we're doing for the warmer weather, and uh, we're just trying to see how that meets up with hubby's, with hubby's schedule at the shop around the corner, as of course we have a uh, different needs at our businesses and you know hubby may be working for a different company but it still is the retail industry so he gets a schedule one week at a time and uh well whereas i uh, am still hunkered down in my upstairs corner office and i've promised myself that if i do get to remain permanently at home because uh, the candy shop is actually entering into a new chapter in their history. Uh, they've done some restructuring and we have some new leadership and it's entirely possible that they may decide that in the 21st century we can uh, stop paying a light bill for a building just to have people inside it when they can do that work just as well from home. Fingers crossed because uh, if that does end up being my reality I'm going to do um, a little favor to myself. I'm going to dress up my office and uh, as I was saying to hubby, I want to feel like Sue Ellen Ewing. I want to be working at my desk at home and have my office look like I am an entrepreneur or a, a high-end realtor who is uh, earning their keep. And so of course I'll have my eye on something shiny to hang over me, just like a, a cat that needs a distraction. 
and uh, well, you know, uh, we'll we'll try to avoid the drama of the uh, the soap operas like uh, Miss Sue Ellen. So aside from our uh, first date anniversary, we're uh, we're contemplating we're contemplating later in the summer possibly being able to do something together for the first time in a couple of years for our wedding anniversary and uh, at this point the the plans are still preliminary we want to be able to get out of town but we're not sure if those plans will take us out of state will take us out of state uh, in which case we'll be going to Maryland, the, uh, the Chesapeake State or the Commonwealth, to uh, attend a convention that is known for uh, that is known for celebrities from the golden age of television. This is a event called Nostal- the Mid-Atlantic Nostalgia convention or nostalgic con but it should be called yup they're not dead yet oh. <laughs> and uh, there are gonna be some folks there there are gonna be some folks there the likes of Haley Mills the date the Disney star that was in such films as the original parent trap and uh, the actors who played the brother to some on um, Leave it to Beaver, Jerry Mathers, and I forget the brother's name, but they're due to be there. And I've been told that these events often will have related nostalgia, where as they will have um, classic cars on display. So if that ends up working out, we'll be attending that for the weekend of our wedding anniversary. But uh, you know, if, if hubby's not able to get two days off together, because you know. He is new to the shop around the corner, and uh, you know they, they only will let you out so far on your leash when it's new. Uh, if that's the case, then we may make alternate plans, which will be uh, within our own home state. We uh, a few years ago we trekked out towards our state capital and got to stay at a themed hotel. It was more of a bed and breakfast, but it was made from an old National Guard outpost. It looked a bit like a castle of sort, and they took that theme and ran with it. They actually made a castle-themed hotel, which had a beautiful main hall that was once the gymnasium for the troops who were in training back in the day, and they turned it into a stately dining hall and uh, it was decorated with suits of armor that were lined up and the uh, European entrepreneur has decorated the property with his own private art collection. So either way, if we're able to make one journey versus another, either should be satisfying. Well now, through the magic of podcasting, we are now on the other side of the afternoon, so we've gotten a few errands in, and we are pulling in all the stops, heading on home to Chateau Star Sage. But before we conclude today's program, 
we had a nice little surprise that uh, was the height of our afternoon. What did we find, honey? Well, there's more of a story behind that. You see, we normally go out thrifting looking for something that we hope to find and hoping to find it cheap. Well, this time we were looking for flower boxes or something to use for flower boxes cheap. And we have a very large five foot window on either side of our front door. So anything we could find cheap. Well, we found it better than cheap. Even before the first thrift store, as we were driving through a quiet, quaint suburban street, I spotted it. Stopped the car, threw the car in reverse, and lo and behold, two extremely nice raw iron, five foot long flower boxes. Perfect for our front house. And they were free. How better could you get than that? They talk about a thriftgasm. That was the best one I've ever had. So we had quite a day because uh, we went into our morning suspecting that we would have a larger vet bill for our kitty cats checkup. And they decided that they didn't need to, uh, you know, uh, go too deep into the scientific realm. So we actually saved some money there too. So all in all, it was a pretty decent afternoon. And uh, we're actually going to get home before the sun has reached its uh, crest on the horizon there. And uh, what are we going to be doing in the backyard? Well, we were going to be ripping up the sod and putting down clover because, well, grass is kind of useless and you put stuff into the environment to cut it, you spend all this time water. No, we are planting clover. And instead of ripping up the grass, we bought clear plastic to put over the grass to create a solar environment. Yes, think magnifying glass and killing bugs. We are going to be cooking the grass and breaking it down to help the brand new clover. All environmentally friendly, except for the 100 feet of plastic. <laughs> so yes, they're, they're basically the size of tarps, and we're going to be placing them in our backyard. Now, we have a, just short of an acre, and uh, our property is kind of like a pie slice, where it's uh, narrower and goes further back. So this is actually a section of our property that it's been, uh, well, a pain in the tuchus for a while because uh, after you've spent so much time mowing, you didn't want to spend that extra hour going to the further back or what we like to call the back 40. And uh, we never really get to that part of the property when it comes to uh, times that we have guests over and we can do hosting. Once in a great while, we'll stick a tent out there if we're feeling adventurous. But uh, for the most part, it's just going to be an area for another bed of flowers. So, but uh, you know, setting down the plastic and 
letting the sun do its magic is going to, to help us prepare the area for the onset of the clover. And we don't have to mow it for a couple of months. Woohoo! Although that actually gets nearly nipped in the bud because uh, we have a very uh, generous neighbor who is gifting us a uh, retired lawnmower. But the best thing that's going to happen is the neighborhood cats discovering a big, giant, warm heating pad in the back of our house. Yes, we're going into business, not really, but I joked that it would be the kitty spa because uh, yeah, in our neighborhood we have uh, more than our share of wandering putty cats and uh, we will definitely be expecting a few of them to be rolling over and showing their bellies in the sunshine this summer or uh, at least in the spring here so shortly it will be Mother's Day and uh, we've been fortunate enough that we've been able to consider making plans with Mama Billy although uh, we're still at a point where we're having to consider all family members plans not everyone is is ready to, uh, you know, share the same space, and uh, everybody may not be uh, caught up on their shots. <laughs> it sounds a little bit like we're we're running an animal shelter, and uh, sometimes it feels that way. But uh, hopefully, if all goes well, we'll be able to drop by Mama Billy's and brighten her day on the upcoming holiday. Before long, hopefully, we'll be able to also get together with my sister Betty out there in uh, the, the Juniper Lake area, Hubby's old stomping grounds, and possibly get together for brunch because it's been a while since Hubby's been able to see my sister. Uh, she had uh, some surgery done last year and then the poor gal had to have another type of surgery this year. She, poor dear, actually had to have knee replacement done. She's just been the worst for wear these last few months because after a year of, of being at home, now she's not only at home, but she's also having to go to physical therapy several times a week for several months. and. I'm sure she just feels that she's been put through the ringer, so hopefully we'll be able to spend some time with her shortly and help lift her spirit some. So, uh, certainly warmer weather is upon us, and it has been nice that uh, we've actually been able to maintain above freezing temperatures recently, although uh, a few days ago we did have our last bastion of the white stuff and uh, you know I don't mean that uh, China snow that the celebrities were so fond of in the 80s but uh, <laughs> uh, Mother Nature seems to be uh, waking up and starting to smile at us at very least so with any luck if we keep our fingers crossed maybe a few of us who have uh, benefited from this work-at-home experience this past year might be able to uh, convince the the folks that uh, count the change in the drawer that uh, there might be a little bit more of it if it doesn't have to go into our gas tanks. 
So, anyways, that was our day off together. And, uh, honey, if, uh, since it may be a while before our listeners get to hear from you again, because he's back at work, folks. He's been at the, um, the shop around the corner for a few months now, so he's, uh, you know, firmly ensconced back in the trenches. What would you, uh, what kind of advice would you like to give the listeners for um, entering into spring? Well, it's going to be a whole new summer. It's not going to be filled with a lot of uncertainty like it was last year or doom and gloom, hopefully. So hopefully this summer, plan some adventures, plan something positive, get out there and have fun this year, but do it safely and always look for something that will make you happy, like thrifting. Or movies. Uh, Of course, speaking of which, if you stay tuned, the next Matinee Minutia will be Friday, May 7th at 9 p.m. Eastern. And that's just a little bit over a week from the uh, next Friday, so it's a couple of weeks away. So you got time. We're going to be discussing a mid-70s, kind of a, a suspense movie. It's starring a very young Jodie Foster, a quite young young man, uh, Martin Sheen. You may have known him from more recent years on NBC's The West Wing. Well, uh, this is a, a novel turned movie. It's about a young girl who arrives in the New World, uh, in Canada at this point, uh, with her father. And it isn't long before she finds herself at home alone. No, this isn't Macaulay Culkin. This is a long before that ever happened. But uh, it's called The Little Girl Who Lives Down the Lane. And uh, what's suspenseful and what's creepy about it? Well, the little girl ends up being at home by herself. And uh, a strange man keeps dropping by. So... Uh, tune in to Matinee Minutia for the little girl who lives down the lane. Never take or drink tea somebody offers you ever again. Especially if it tastes like almonds. Alrighty, folks. You can tweet me on Twitter at DJ Starsage, and you can email me djstarsage at gmail.com. Stay safe. Kisses from the carriage. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Oliver. This has been an Alibug production. Chubb's gone wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The Smellcast by Tommy Smelly. Be heard. Tastes like burning with Tim and James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast. With me, Paul the Shy Yeti.